This message comes from Jackson. Seek clarity in retirement planning at Jackson.com. Jackson is short for Jackson Financial, Inc., Jackson National Life Insurance Company, Lansing, Michigan, and Jackson National Life Insurance Company of New York. Purchase New York. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Corva Coleman. A federal judge in New York has unsealed documents relating to convicted sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Dozens of names of powerful men are mentioned, although that does not mean any of them committed wrongdoing. NPR's Brian Mann says the documents do detail Epstein's criminal actions. Yeah, one thing these documents really show is it took a long time to hold Epstein accountable. He was first investigated back in 2006, but was then allowed to plead to relatively minor state prostitution charges. At that time, after lengthy negotiations with Epstein's powerful team of attorneys, federal investigators decided not to prosecute him. The DOJ has since acknowledged that decision reflected poor judgment. NPR's Brian Mann reporting. The White House is turning up the pressure on House Republicans to get back to work on a government spending plan. As NPR's Windsor Johnston reports, lawmakers will be up against a tight deadline when they return from their holiday recess next week. White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre is accusing House Republicans of kicking the can down the road and focusing on what she calls baseless impeachment stunts. It's time for House Republicans to get serious, do their jobs, and deliver. It shouldn't be hard to fund the government. It is truly their basic duty. House Republicans say they're planning to open formal impeachment proceedings against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas next week over his handling of enforcement at the southern border. Republicans in both chambers have refused to sign off on a government spending plan without a provision that addresses the unprecedented number of migrants arriving in the U.S. illegally. Windsor Johnston, NPR News, Washington. Former President Donald Trump is asking the U.S. Supreme Court to intervene in a decision by the Colorado State Supreme Court. The state justices have blocked him from appearing on Colorado's presidential primary ballot, citing his actions around January 6th. Stocks opened mixed this morning as the Labor Department reported a drop in the number of new applications for unemployment benefits. NPR's Scott Horsley reports... The Dow Jones Industrial Average rose about 160 points in early trading. 202,000 people applied for jobless aid last week, 18,000 fewer than the week before. Weekly applications for unemployment benefits are seen as an indicator of layoffs, which remain low by historical standards. We'll get a more complete picture of the labor market tomorrow when the government reports on job gains and the unemployment rate for December. New car sales jumped by 12 percent last year, the biggest increase in more than a decade. A strike by auto workers during the fall and costly car loans did little to depress the market. With more cars available, dealers are offering more discounts. The average sales price of a new car in December was down 2.7 percent from the previous year. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. Stocks remain mixed on Wall Street. The Dow is up about 170 points. The Nasdaq is down about 40. This is NPR. There is a funeral today in Lebanon for the Hamas leader killed this week in a military strike. Israel has not claimed responsibility for the attack in Beirut. Lebanese leaders say this is a breach of their country's sovereignty. Meanwhile, Iranian-backed militants in Lebanon say they will retaliate. Search and rescue operations continue following Monday's magnitude 7.6 earthquake that hit Japan's west coast. NPR's Anthony Kuhn reports that at least 80 people died in the quake and dozens more people are missing. A naval transport ship arrived off the coast of Wajima, the city nearest to the epicenter of the quake off the coast of Ishikawa Prefecture. 
The ship's task is to deliver heavy machinery and relief supplies that can't get to the city over roads damaged by the quake. Japan's government will double the number of military personnel involved in rescue efforts to 4,600. Dozens of people are believed to still be trapped under collapsed buildings and time to rescue them is running out. A large swath of Wajima was reduced to smoking ruins by fires triggered by the earthquake. The fires swept through neighborhoods densely packed with wooden homes, many of which were inhabited by elderly residents. Anthony Kuhn, NPR News, Seoul. The first large-scale wind farm that is situated offshore has sent its first electricity to the coast of Massachusetts. Officials with Vineyard Wind say the wind turbine is not yet fully up to speed. However, the officials do say that five wind turbines should be fully operational in coming weeks. I'm Corva Coleman, NPR News, in Washington.